Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. Have you checked the children? children. I want to play a game. The box. You opened it. We came. This is the All America Spook Show. Hello and welcome to not just a regular edition of the All American Spook Show podcast. This is the second annual Spook Show Award. I know everyone's been waiting all year long since pretty much exactly this time last year. What could possibly win all the big awards? And for the year of 2021 to 2022 here on the Spook Show. So now we're going to, we got those answers today, hopefully. Yeah. I think right now, as we sit, some of these things are undecided. So we're going to be debating some of these things. A lot of these categories are just kind of like, in our world, solidified fact. Because most of these have already kind of been debated every single week on each episode. So some of them just be like, all right, well, here it is. This is what won. But some of them are going to kind of, there were some ties that need to be broken. There are various categories that are just kind of like we're going to throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks, see what everybody votes for kind of thing. So we got a lot ahead of us today, so let's go ahead and dive into it. Now, the movies or the categories and everything that we're going to be talking about today, the eligibility period is from episode 75 last year. So it was September, I think, of last year, and it was Caveat, the movie from 2020, which actually came out in 2021. And the, the eligibility period ends with just this past week's episode, episode 127, The Witch from 2015. It also includes Crapster Peace Theater 1 through 7. So from the Garbage Pail Kids movie all the way up to the most recent one, Manos, The Hands of Fate. So that that's your eligibility period. Now, before we get into it deep here, uh, Will, you weren't on the show last week, or Donnie. Neither one of yeah. you were here last week to talk about The Witch. So if you want to... Uh, Will, I'll toss to you first if you just want to give your quick thoughts and then your star rating so we can go ahead and get it on the books. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a fine movie. It didn't it didn't really scream to me. I mean, it was it was a slow paced movie. I mean, obviously, you know, it, it's building uh, up to the to the final scene. But I don't know. It just didn't connect with me. I think the way that it probably connected with you all. So I went three stars. Donnie, would you what, what were your thoughts and rating on it? Oh, man. You know what? I actually I, I kind of struggle with period horror, but, you know, uh, this one, yeah, it, it pretty much, pretty much kept my attention for the, for the entire time, which is, you know, kind of odd for, uh, for me in a, in a period horror. Um, but I liked it. I get, I gave it a, a three and three quarter. All right. So with those, yeah. that, that brings the consensus score to 3.94. And, uh, uh, because smoke, you gave it four and three quarter stars, very high praise. And I wasn't too far behind. I gave it four and a quarter. So, uh, yeah, there you go. That's so if you round up, that's basically four stars from the spook show crew for the witch. So obviously we recommend you go check it out. And, uh, uh, of course we'll, that will probably be brought back up for the fourth anniversary show on Halloween to where that's that one time of year where we get a chance to re-rate if we want to, we can go up, go down or whatever. But after that, whatever our, uh, star ratings are, our scores, they lock in after that can't change them ever again basically so uh yeah so with that out of the way so let's go ahead and run through the i'm just going to run down the list of movies because we did a lot this past year yeah Um, we did more than we did uh oh yeah you know last year by by far we have done more this past year than we have ever done here on the spook show and i mean obviously each year gets bigger and bigger and this one was uh no exception uh, I'll run through the horror movies real fast. So the ones that are uh, uh, being nominated here as far as horror films are concerned. Caveat from 2020. Hacker Lantern, 1988. Halloween Kills, 2021. Hellraiser, 1987. Into the Dark, Pilgrim, 2019. Silent Night, Deadly Night, 1984. The Ginger Dead Man, 2005. New Year's Evil, 1980. Malignant, 2021. Valentine, 2001. Hellbound Hellraiser 2, 1988. Leprechaun 5, In the Hood, 2000. <laughs> Frankenhooker, 1990. Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Deathgasm, 2015. 
Phantasm, 1979. A lot of asms there. <laughs> S- session 9, 2001. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, 1992. You Might Be the Killer, 2018. The Burning, 1981. Never Hike Alone, 2017. Madman, 1981. Summer Camp, 2015. The Evil Dead, 1982. Prey, 2022. The Fly, 1986. Finally, The Witch from 2015. Also, we did Camp Spook Show this past summer, so all the nominees there mm-hmm. are You Might Be the Killer, 2018, Meatballs, 1979, The Burning, 1981, Never Hike Alone, 2017, Hot Chili, 1985, Madman, 1981, Ernest Goes to Camp, 1987, <laughs> Summer Camp, 1979, Summer Camp, 2015, Camp <laughs> Blood, 2000. Now, of course, we're throwing in the Crapster Peace Theaters there, too. Yeah. Uh, we started basically two new series as far as, like, sub-series during the year. These both started back in, like, the spring this year. Colt Corner and the nominees there are The Warriors from 1979, The Big Lebowski, 1998, Meatballs, 1979, Summer Camp, 1979, and Memento from 2000. And then, of course, a very popular new series we started, Cannon Fodder. Those are basically films from the Canon Films Library. Now, we retroactively throw in Ten to Midnight from 1983 and New Year's Evil from 1980 because we did those right at the beginning of this this year, but it was before we started the Canon Fodder series, but we're kind of retroactively throwing them in with the Canon Fodder movie. So you've got those two, Over the Top, 1987, Invasion USA, 1986, Hot Chili, 1985, and Missing in Action, 1984, and... Final group of nominees, Crapster Peace Theater, all seven episodes that you can only get at patreon.com slash AA Spook Show. They're uh, exclusive to Patreon. The Garbage Pail Kids movie, 1987. Nothing But Trouble, 1991. No Holds Barred, 1989. Ernest Goes to Camp, 1987. Camp Blood, 2000. Showgirls, 1995. And Manos, The Hands of Fate, 1966. So... That is a mouthful there to start yeah, off. Yeah, that's 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 quite the list of uh rundown. Take a drink. Yeah, I just did. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot to throw out there all at once. But we it just is wanted, a lot. That's yeah. that is the year. That's crazy that we've done this much. You yeah. know, when, when you hear it all like like laid yeah. out in front of you like like we're doing here tonight, it's it's crazy that we've been able to put out this much stuff in the past year. Yeah, not only that, but you know, those are uh the, I mean, those are full episodes from all year. And, uh, you know, not to mention we, we did our, uh, our deadline horror news, uh, live, uh, episodes on YouTube for, oh gosh. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much all year with the exception of, uh, cause we just recently, uh, uh, sunsetted that or sunset it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we put it in the dustbin. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's not, once again, to, to add to that, that's not even including the, the newest series that we just started on our YouTube channel, Grindhouse Gutter. Now, we've only True. done three of those, so there's not really enough to discuss here. Yeah. So uh, next year, there will probably definitely be a Grindhouse Gutter uh, category here in the, in the third annual Spook Show Awards. But for now, we'll just leave that where it is. But we do encourage you to go over to our YouTube channel. And the Linktree link should be down in the show notes to all of our things, our social networks, Patreon, our YouTube channel, TeePublic, uh, all those things. They're all there. And if you want to email us, you can do so at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. So I guess without any further buildup, we'll go ahead and get into the first category here. And the first one we got is Best Older Reviewed Horror Film, 1999 Back. Yeah, so uh, basically what we have, we have 14 different nominations here. Uh, we've got um, The Evil Dead from 1982, Night of the Living Dead from 1968, The Fly from uh, 1986, The Burning from 1981, Hellraiser from 1987, Phantasm from 1979, Ten to Midnight, uh, because, you know, I'm sorry, no, this is, uh, would you call Ten to Midnight a horror movie? Yeah, I mean, you know, we did do it on a regular horror episode, and like, Mm -hmm. even though we're kind of retroactively throwing it in cannon fodder, I mean, there's some horror elements to it, right? So Yeah, well, I guess guess so, so we'll throw that in there. Um, but anyway, Ted and the Midnight's from 1983, Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984, Frankenhooker from 1990, Madman from 1981, 
Hellbound Hellraiser 2 from 1988, Hellraiser 3 Hell on Earth from 1992, New Year's Evil from 1980, and Hack-O-Lantern from 1988. Now, this is is more of a fact-based thing here because this is strictly (laughs) based on what we rated these movies in each episode. So this isn't really a debate. This is just time to announce the winner. So if you just want to go ahead and uh, announce it, then we can uh, discuss it for a minute. Yeah, so uh, basically the uh, the winner uh, of the best older reviewed horror horror film um, was Evil Dead with a uh, average, actually the average Spook Show rating of 4.63. So that was the best uh, older older film that uh, got the highest ratings from and, us. And we just did that back on episode 121, so it hasn't been that long ago that we did it but uh will you got anything you want to add about the evil dead no that was just uh, a movie that for some reason had escaped me this entire time and it was a blast to watch i highly recommend anybody uh that's like me that hadn't had a chance to see it to definitely go and watch that yeah and it got 4.63 stars on our you know consensus rating but very close behind it was night of the living dead from 1968 it got 4.31 stars smoke you want to say anything about night of the living dead oh i mean it's it's a it, the movie exists in the Library of Congress. There's a copy of it in the Library of Congress. So that tells you, you know, how important of a film it is, even though it's, you know, super low budget horror movie we're talking about. It's a uh, Romero. It's it's the first uh, cannibalistic zombie film, the first zombie film to set down the rules of you know, shoot him in the head and all that. So. So, yeah, you can't really add any more to this movie as far as how important it is to the horror genre. So that's our top two on there, but The Evil Dead walks away with the best older-reviewed horror film. So, Donnie, I'll let you run through the next category of best newer-reviewed horror film. Then they, These are movies from 2000 to present. Yeah, these are also uh, 14 you know, total nominations, the most recent being The Witch from 2015, Deathgasm from 2015, Prey from 2022, Halloween Kills from 2021, Session 9 from 2001, Never Hike Alone from 2017, Malignant from 2021, Caveat from 2020, Into the Dark Pilgrim from 2019, Summer Camp from 2015, You Might Be the Killer from 2018, The Ginger Dead Man from uh, 2005. Uh, Yeah, it just trips me up every time. Um, (laughs) Valentine from 2001. And Leprechaun 5, In the Hood, from 2000. (laughs) So what takes the category? Yeah, so the winner of the best newer reviewed horror film goes to The Witch from 2015. It took us all the way way up to literally last week to decide this category. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, and it wasn't by much. Um, The the average rating was 3.94 amongst the four of us. And um, just behind it, uh, in second place, was uh, Deathgasm from 2015 uh, with 3.75. So three, uh, three and three quarters. Two, two completely different kinds of movies: <laughs> The Witch and Deathgasm. Yeah. Right, Smoke? Yeah, and, and both of them are like very highly enjoyable. Highly recommend them. Well, the one thing that links them is the occult. You know, you got a mm. satanic metal, demonic forces, and uh, Deathgasm, and then you got. The Witch, Demonic Forces, or whatever you want to call it, and, and The Witch. So, both the movies, though, are great to watch around this time of year, around Halloween. So, ironically, I both, anybody who hasn't seen them, go check both of those movies out. Ironically, both movies came out in 2015. So, there was there must have been something in the water that year that uh, allowed the, the top <laughs> two to, to be taken that year for our from what we've watched from that year so far, I guess. All right, so moving on to the next category. This category is Best Camp Spook Show Film. So, this past summer, uh, from episode 111 to 120, plus two episodes of Crapster Peace Theater over on Patreon, we talked about summer camp movies. Now, there were a couple exceptions to that because we did one cannon fodder, which ended up being Hot Chili, and there that's because there were no summer camp movies that Canon Films ever did. So we, we talked to Austin Trunick, author of the Canon Film Guide, who we, you know, we just had on the show a couple weeks ago. And this was basically, he nominated, or he told us Hot Chili or Hot Resort would probably be the closest thing we landed on hot chili and I, I don't know if that was good or bad, but <laughs> here we are. Right. But it, that was the one that we had, but uh, yeah, between all the episodes that we did for camp spook show, including the crapster piece, there's 10 nominations. So go ahead and read those down, Donnie. 
Yeah, so uh, Best Camp Spook Show film nominees, we got 10, 10 of these. So uh, it's uh, The Burning from 1981, Meatballs from 1979, Never Hike Alone from 2017, Madman from 1981, Summer Camp from 2015, You Might Be the Killer from 2018, Hot Chili from 1985, Summer Camp from 1979, uh, Ernest Goes to Camp from... <laughs> 1987 uh and camp blood from 2000 now i had to say it like that we're we're kind of throwing these in even some of these in even though they don't necessarily go by the same thing because on crapster piece we don't give out a star rating we give out uh whether it's a sinker a floater or it's diarrhea sinker or floater being like i guess the whole premise is in crapster piece we know this is a shitty movie so to speak so where do you differentiate the different kinds of turds? So we came up with floater as a, as a tolerable turd. Uh, a sinker is kind of like, well, you know, it was okay. You know, I, I got through it. We survived the ordeal. And then there's diarrhea. It's the worst of the worst. It's the shits. The drizzling shits, literally diarrhea. Oof. So the yeah. two cap- Crapster Peace movies that got nominated here are Camp Blood, which got a diarrhea. And Ernest Goes to Camp was a sinker. So obviously yeah. those probably aren't going to be up for, for winning the best camp <laughs> De- show. Or, but yeah, I just definitely felt that, not, not I just felt bad, that but... you know, they stick out a little bit. So we should explain that a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This was actually they a lot. They don't necessarily stick above the, stick out above the water though. No, the water line. no, 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 <laughs> neither of them did. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so the winner of the uh, best camps, uh, spook show film, uh, goes to the burning from 1981, uh, with an average score of three and a half, three and a half stars. Uh, not far behind that in uh, second place was uh, Meatballs, 1979, with uh, 3.19. Yeah, so, and, and even though that's a cult corner movie, and, and they are, to be fair, judged a little differently, that's still a pretty high score. You know, still comparable, yeah. you know, in between the two. So The Burning, I actually nominated that one, and at when, yeah. I think that one won on the wheel spin or whatever, but Smoke, what do you have to say about The Burning? Yeah, Tom Savini, even though we, when we discussed that episode, Savini didn't necessarily think it, you know, for the most of the movie, as far as the makeup for the the creature wasn't up to par for his stuff. And that's true. You know, the burning, his face was burned, but it didn't really, he didn't have that, that necessarily that sculpture down, I guess, for his face that well, but all the other uh, gore effects were good. Like that raft scene mm. slash new scene, whatever, when they come up on it and he's in there and then he kills like five people at one time with the with the hedge trimmers. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, and probably the goriest scene in the whole movie. I mean, that whole, cause it's five at once basically. And uh, there's some other random scenes throughout there, but it's it's a classic slasher film. If people out there who haven't seen it, you can't go wrong with that as far as uh, if you like slasher movies. So there there can't be really much of a debate here. The Burning was our favorite movie from Camp Spook Show. And I, as to whether we'll do Camp Spook Show again next summer, who knows? We'll see. Only time will tell. But we did Summer of the Wolf the year before that, so that might end up being the summer theme is that we change it every year. So who knows? We'll mm. see. Yeah. Uh, but next, next category is best cult corner film. Now these only have five nominations because this just started back on episode 96. So Donnie, if you want to run through those. Yeah. So we've got, uh, the big Lebowski from 1998 memento from 2000, the warriors from 1979 meatballs from 1979 and summer camp from 1979. Which one of um, these things is not like the other? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, the big winner here uh, is The Big Lebowski uh, with uh, four and a half stars. Not far behind was actually uh, Memento uh, with 4.1 stars. Yeah, yeah like, like definitely I said, uh, that, recommended. Those, those top four, Big Lebowski, Memento, The Warriors, Meatballs, I think we all agree. These yeah. are movies that oh, yeah. if you haven't seen them, you need to sit down and watch. Summer Camp, not so much. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll get into that here in a little bit but yeah, I, I, yeah. I, how, what more can you say about the big lebowski will that this thing deserves what it gets here oh god it's 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 a classic movie i mean people still to this day are still quoting uh stuff from this movie so it just kind of gives you the lasting power of this movie and then you get into the to the cast it's an amazing movie and it still holds up today all right moving on to the next category we've got best cannon fodder film now, once again, a shorter list because this only started back in episode 89. And that's with us throwing in the fact that, you know, 10 to Midnight, or I should say New Year's Evil, I think was episode 89. And then 10 to Midnight, we yeah. did a few, uh, couple episodes later. But so it's still a newer series, but it's been a very popular series. So go ahead and run it down, Donnie. 
Yeah, so we've got Over the Top from 1987, Missing in Action from 1984, Invasion USA from 1986, 10 to Midnight from 1983, New Year's Evil from 1980, and Hot Chili from 1985. Now, I, I think this one, before you get into you know who won yeah. it and everything, this one might need to be something that we we come back around to after the fourth anniversary, or maybe during the fourth anniversary episode, although we do have a winner. But, and the reason I say that is because with us throwing 10 to Midnight and New Year's Evil in, we're, we didn't judge those movies the same way we judged the rest yeah. of these. Cause, and this one, we have a cannonball rating scale. And admittedly, it's skewed on the high side because these are canon films. So, you know, yeah. something it's going to be pretty easy for something to get five a five. You know, five cannonballs in this one. So, uh, and, we didn't, and we didn't have that with Ten to Midnight and New Year's <laughs> Evil. I'm just saying. So, not yeah, to say that yeah, that those would, two. Not to say that those would directly affect who wins this, because I think it's a pretty fairly clear cut winner here. But just yeah, saying, I, I do want to say that Hot that Chili was judged accordingly. Uh, to <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was judged accordingly, and it was judged by the Cannonball rating scale. So yeah. Oh yeah. Not that one. Just those two is what I'm getting at. Yeah, we'll get to it. But um. But yeah, so the the winner of the best canon fodder film goes to Over the Top in 1987 with a perfect five rating. Perfect five rating amongst the five of us because we got we also got um, Austin Trunick's uh, rating yep. as yeah, he well. Gives, he gives us now we don't have his rating to be fair for once again Ten to Midnight New Year's Evil. So yeah. maybe that's something I can get his ratings on those, and then maybe once we get to the fourth anniversary special. Uh, we can add his rating in. Maybe we can all adjust if we want to and then see where it lands then. But I think either way, it's not going to bump over the top off the top of the list. And Missing in Action was pretty close, too, with four and four and three-quarter cannonballs. Yeah, that, that's an, that's just another good one, man. Yeah. You know, but. yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of fun with the cannon, the, the cannon fodder, and I think it's only going to get better from here on, or worse. I mean, because <laughs> there's, <some laughs> there's some shitty ones, too. But, like, I, I, think, I think we still got a lot of fun a lot to go into the well here with the canon film stuff. So that uh, I got a lot to look forward to there, and uh, it's cool to look back. So, all right, now now we're going to get to the serious stuff here. All right, <laughs> these next two categories are completely tied to Crafts for Peace Theater. Now, once again, we encourage you to go over to Patreon.com/slash AA Spook Show. There's been seven episodes as of the airing of this. The eighth one will come out later this month because we always have a good time with them. But man. There, there, there have been a lot of these, and we'll get into that here in just a second. That have been rough, just rough. I mean, I know the premise, right? They're shitty movies. I get it, but son of a bitch, some of these have been really rough. Yeah. Uh, but the first, not the first category we have here, we're gonna call it. Or I'm sorry, it's the best quote unquote crafter piece movie. So we're gonna call this one the Golden Bomber, and it just so happens to be named after. The winner. So go ahead and run through the ca- uh, the the nominees there, Donnie. Yeah. So we got seven nominations, like we mentioned previously, um, st- and it's starts with uh, No Holds Barred from 1989, nothing <laughs> nothing but trouble from 1991, uh, Ernest Goes to Camp from 1987, The Garbage Pail Kids movie from 1987, uh, Camp Blood from 2000. Showgirls from 1995, and Manos, The Hands of Fate, 1966. Now, there's only, out of all of those, remember I told you our scale there, floater, sinker, diarrhea. So floater being the quote-unquote best, sinker being, you know, okay, it's mid, you know, it's not great, it's not horrible, it's just mid. Then diarrhea yeah. is just the drizzling shit. So only one of those got a floater. So what got so, yeah. what, what takes the award? Yeah, the uh, the Golden Bomber Award for the best craps or piece uh, film goes to No Holds Barred from 1989. Scored a floater rating. Like I said, the ironic twist there is that the Golden Bomber name comes from No Holds Barred because when we did that one, we found that an alternate name, I don't know, in Japan or somewhere, wherever the hell it was, somewhere yeah. else in the world, the title, the alternate title for No Holds Barred was the Golden Bomber. And right then and there, we're like, yep. <laughs> This has got to be this, this has got to be the name of it. So how ironic that No Holds Barred takes it. What do you think, Smoke? Oh yeah, yeah, it it, it was well deserved. Out of all those movies, it would be the one that would you know that would at least take away with a with a floater. Yeah, I, I, I've been doing that ever since I saw it back in the day. I mean, yeah, it's a crappy movie. Everybody knows that it's you know, <laughs> but it's one of the most enjoyable crappy movies. 
Yeah, that's that's the key, right, Will? Is it that's the takeaway? Is that this is the most enjoyable of the shit, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, how can you go wrong with a movie that says Dookie? Good lord. Oh, but if you if you think if you if you think any of that is bad, and they're bad, you know, just in general, like Smoke said, it's a shitty movie, but it's an enjoyable shitty movie. All right, well, these are the worst. So the worst <laughs> Craft for Peace Theater film, we've got another seven nominations, same you know, same, um, same, same list. list of movies. But this time, four movies got rated diarrhea. So, Donnie, just read those uh, four diarrhea-ridden movies. Yeah, so, uh, and this is probably where we debate what gets the Burnt Turtle Award. Yeah, because there is no um, definitive winner here. The nominees that all got the diarrhea rating... Uh, the Garbage Pail Kids movie from 1987, Camp Blood <laughs> from from 2000, uh, uh. Showgirls, <laughs> yeah, Showgirls from 1995, uh. <laughs> and Manos, The Hands of Fate from 1966. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from myself, ah man, I'm probably gonna say. For me, it's it's between Camp Blood and Garbage Pail Kids as far as the worst. God damn, I don't know. You got you got to pick one. (laughs) Only one Highlander can survive. Oh man, (laughs) I'm gonna say Camp Blood. It's got to be Camp Blood. All right, Smoke. What do you say? Garbage Pail Kids, Camp Blood, Showgirls, Manos. That's uh, Donnie said it. That's the one I was going with. Camp Blood. I mean, because you know all the yeah all these are are drizzling shits, but. The way I look at it is, which of these would I not watch again if I had to watch one of these other four movies? And it would be Camp Blood. <laughs> I would I'd watch any of those other ones before I'd watch Camp Blood again. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going with clean sleep sweep so far. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and not that my vote counts, but it does. You know, yeah, we're just we're just go ahead and make it four four to nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A clean wipe. Yeah, we're not getting. <laughs> We're not getting a clean wipe here. You wipe once and it got on your hands. Nah. It got on your hands, then you tried to get it off and it got on your arm. It's all over the fucking place now. It's camp blood, and that's why we call this category the burnt turd. Because that's there's there's nothing worse than I wouldn't think, right? There's not much worse than the smell of burnt shit, right? So, Y'all that, can thank me for that one. Thank yeah. me for that one. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. And then you skipped out on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Then there's that. <laughs> You just laid a big flaming bag of poop on Donnie and I's doorstep and then just ran and laughed. Honestly, I think that's the way it needs to be is whoever uh, whoever gets the nomination on that one just needs not to be there. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would encourage us all to nominate the worst of the worst because, yeah. you know, then that just means oh, yeah. all the rest of us will have to watch it. So, yeah, yeah. So there you go. The, so the worst... Crapster piece like film. That. The burnt. That's actually a uh, yeah. That's a that's a good premise. Yeah, like if if you win, you don't have to watch yeah. it. I I really like that. I, I, I think we should do that. So the worst Crapster piece film, the burnt turd, is Camp Blood, and the best Crapster piece film, the Golden Bomber, goes to No Holds Barred. So I, I don't think there's uh, much room for debate there. I think those both deserve what they got there. We didn't yeah. deserve it, but they sure as fuck deserve it. Keeping up with the comedy here, now we're going to switch over. We're going to switch gears a little bit, and we're going to go to the Spook Show's funniest moments. Now, these could be things we talked about. These could be entire movies. These could be scenes of a movie, general premises, pretty much anything that happened in the last calendar year or so here on the Spook Show. So, Donnie, what what, what are some of the nominees that we're throwing at the wall here? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Spook Show's funniest moment here. Uh, here are some of those um, on the Phantasm episode. The, st- the story of when we were kids. We were throwing up, uh, we were throwing uh, balled up aluminum foil at each other, yelling "Phantasm!" <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that, you know. It's just clearly like just based we on the uh, the flying sphere in the movies, right? Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, we weren't, we didn't have enough money to actually have like a little, uh, you know, de- deadly <laughs> floating sp- orb, <laughs> floating orb sphere with <laughs> knives on it. So we just, yeah. So you just balled up aluminum balls, and <laughs> for some reason, yell "Phantasm" when you do it. <laughs> chucked at each other um and then you know another nominee something, is, something tells me that's about to start coming back by the way what phantasm no. <laughs> uh throwing aluminum balls at yeah. each other yeah i'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> always have a, a small satchel of aluminum balls ready to go 
So whenever it's I see like you the guys, movie tag. That's how we're going to play this now. <laughs> yeah, the next uh, nominee would be every Craps for Peace theater, which is pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah that's all encompassing. Yeah. <laughs> Which, based oh. on what we just talked about, you know, really it should just yep. say Camp Blood, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the New Year's Evil song, which you'll pipe in here. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Evil! <laughs> and then the Nothing But Trouble Dick Nose dinner, dinner Scene. <laughs> just ridiculous in itself. Yeah, and the dinner scene, that encompasses the, like, they're all eating those hot dogs, these wieners, oh, whatever. And like in the casing or whatever. And Dan Aykroyd's <laughs> character is just shaking and stuff. And the <laughs> little wiener wiggle. <laughs> yeah. Not, not to mention they're gray. They're like gray bratwurst. Yeah. And they're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, the last nominee is the, uh, uh, what's your pleasure, sir? <laughs> Uh, that guy from I uh, Hellraiser. Yeah, I know he's like, I think he's in the first two movies for sure. I don't remember. I, I think they kind of went away from I, him finally in the yeah. third one. But yeah, <laughs> either way, I think it's worth mentioning here. Oh, what's yeah. your pleasure, mister? Oh, this fucking guy. All right, so yo. Uh, I said, I think he's like the distant cousin of the guy from Gremlins, like I said in one of the episodes. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, guy, the, the Oriental guy that they yeah, buy yeah. Gizmo from. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> definitely related. No doubt. Um, I guess. I, I, I'm going to say. Honestly, just, you know, reading all these out and talking about them just now, I'm probably going to say, like, I mean, Crapster Piece is kind of in and of itself just an entity, you know. <laughs> it's its yeah. own sideshow, sidecar over there by itself anyway. So the one that probably makes me laugh the most every time it's brought up <laughs> is probably the nothing but trouble. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's dick nose and the whole dinner scene and everything. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, every time, yeah. even even when I was, like, 12 or 13, you know, whatever age I was when that came out, <laughs> that made me laugh. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that myself. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that uh, because it's I mean it's still funny. We're still laughing yeah. about it, you know, 30 years later. And just the fact that it pops up back at the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was the other best part about that too. It's so indiscriminate and so random, even in the movie, because he doesn't always have it. It doesn't always look like that. It's only at certain times when they like do close ups and he cuts and he turns around and he's smiling, like, <laughs> and you can clearly see like it's. <laughs> it's a it's a uh yeah what do they call that you know the uh phallic yeah yeah whatever whatever the phrase you want to put to it yeah it's clearly a dick so are we all agreeing here smoke yeah oh definitely yeah yeah that's uh and just us discussing it was like it's more it's more hilarious than just watching it on i mean it's hilarious when i see it I, you know, i'm gonna crack up every time but the four of us discussing it it offers another level of humor to it. that was in fact in retrospect, that was a movie that we probably could have done when we were all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The only one, the first and only one we've done like that was Frankenhooker. So yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. And, and yeah. that, that also, that's another good idea. Like maybe one of these days we do a craps for peace. Uh, oh yeah. Months, yeah. like all at the same time, because that would just add to the stupid, you know, if we're all in the same room, that's it. That's a good call. <laughs> Hurry, step right this way, folks, for the most extravagant array of refreshment goodies ever assembled under one roof. Enjoy breathtaking, taste-tempting candies of finest quality. Enjoy popcorn exploded into tender, delicious, crispy bites of crunchy goodness. Enjoy the tops in cool, refreshing soft drinks. If you want to enjoy some refreshments, this is your opportunity. There will now be a short intermission. So the next category is a new one. We didn't have this last year, but so we decided kind of late in the process to add it because you start thinking about what we watched and did over the last year, and you think of a lot of what the fuck moments, you know, like be it same same uh, criteria, be it a, f- a whole movie, scene <laughs> of a movie, something that happened on the show, whatever. You know, this kind of encompass all those things. So Donnie, if you want to run down, the, this is a little bit longer of a list, but I think you'll yeah. you'll see the point of it once you hear them all. Yeah, so basically uh, the the nominees for the best what the fuck moment uh, was um, every craps or peace theater, <laughs> which is accurate. <laughs> Once again, um, it's just going to keep getting that, uh, nominated. Yeah, yeah. and um, hack a lantern. We've got um, into the dark pilgrim, Shane meat, <laughs> skipping feast scene. Sorry, yep. um, the ginger dead man. Uh, That's the whole New movie. Year's Evil. The whole movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically the entire yeah, yeah. movie is <laughs> the Ginger Dead Man. New Year's Evil, uh, the Sun Derek ambulance uh, ending, malignant Gabriel reveal, the entire movie of Valentine, Leprechaun, Leprechaun Five in the Hood, the Coolio scene, and the uh, 
the leprechaun rap at the end. Session the the ending to session nine. Uh, the entire movie of Hot Chili. <laughs> the entire movie of Summer Camp 1979. Yeah. And Brundlefly. <laughs> so, there, there's a lot there's a lot of good ones there. A lot of there are definitely a lot of moments where in what you just read where you go, What the fuck? you know, when you're watching these movies or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Smoke, do any of those things stick out to you as something you might want to say when's this one? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it is. Hold on for one second, Smoke. Can I add one more thing to it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> the deathgasm adult toy death scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> but you really, you could almost nominate that whole movie too, right? Death yeah, you could. There was a lot one, of what the one, fuck in that one. Yeah, there was, but that specific scene. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, that could have been. Yeah, that could have been in uh, funniest moment as well. Pretty you know, good. for for me, I'm gonna go with you know just to kind of kick it off here. While you guys are you know thinking about and processing all that, I'm gonna go with the malignant Gabriel reveal. Now you know we are a spoiler filled podcast. So if you haven't seen malignant. I think you 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 does uh you need to uh give this one at least one viewing. I'm not saying it's the greatest movie. I'm not saying it's the worst movie, but you need to see this movie at least once. And that scene, or I guess that just the reveal of what Gabriel is, that is pretty what the fuck, you know. Like, and then leading up to one thing that we're going to be talking about in the best kill scene, one of the nominees there. But yeah, that that's pretty. That is a pretty big what the fuck, you know, just for the movie in general, right? You know, at least the first time you sit there and watch that movie. True. Yeah. But the prison scene too was pretty what the fuck, wasn't it? The prison yeah, scene. Yeah. And in that, yeah. Was, yeah. 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 That, that. that one's going to be coming back up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to say Brundlefly just because I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my god, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I think for me, uh, I'm going to go Brundlefly too, and the way that the rest of the body falls off as he finally turns into the fly. That was just like impressive just to sit there and watch. Yeah. And when you're talking about a, what the fuck moment, you do have to take into account, like, like Donnie said, especially the first time you saw it, you know, it's definitely like, Whoa, (laughs) Yeah, I could probably third, third, the fly specifically born fly, but also the larva giving birth to the larva scene that Gina Mm -hmm. Davis. (laughs) Yeah. When I first saw that theater too, I didn't expect that part to like, you know, to be, that, yeah, I didn't expect it to be that. Like, bam, right here. And it's like, oh, shit. That was... yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, five parts of him, the first time he puked, <laughs> was pretty like, oh, nice. oh. It was a donut, you know. <laughs> and it was, on the big screen, you're like, I'm like 13 years old. And I'm like, Ugh. Well, there you go. That's, you know, uh, other than my, uh, you know, the, the malignant Gabriel reveal, uh, Brunelfly is going to take, take the award, right, Donnie? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be the winner of the best what the fuck moment, and kind of a, 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 a distant but similar cousin to that category is the best kill scene. Um, now yeah. This is one we did have last year, so go ahead and run down the nominees for that one. All right, so we've got uh, Jesus wept from, <laughs> from Hellraiser. Uh, say it correctly. Jesus wept. <laughs> Real. <laughs> And then he, you know, just get rips apart. The Halloween kills firefighter scene. Awesome. Mm. The burning boat. I'm sorry. The burning uh, boat kill scene. <laughs> yeah. the burning they boat. Yeah. They didn't catch the boat on fire. They, <laughs> yeah, you the know. Viking funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then we've also got the malignant jail massacre scene. Yeah, which we just mentioned. Yeah. The entire movie of Deathgasm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hellraiser 3, the club massacre scene pray the predator french camp massacre scene linnea quigley uh antlers uh the kill scene yeah that was in a uh, silent night deadly night so yeah there, those are some good ones and there's probably a lot of other good ones from this past year that we're just blanking on but these were the ones that instantly kind of came to mind when we started running through the list of uh what we talked about over the past year so uh will what, what do you think out of the ones we just said what what are you what are you going to go with for me it was pray that that whole massacre scene head decapitation just Blood everywhere. I, I think for me that was the the best kill scene. So what do you think? My main my main nominee out of that was uh, the burning the the scene the boat canoe scene or whatever when they come up on it and he slaughters like five of them with the hedge trimmer and it just primes sort of Tom Savini. I think the best Tom Savini moment in that movie. And I'm a sucker for that type of classic splatter type uh, Savini style effect. So uh, that's what I went with. I'm gonna say Jesus wept. <laughs> 
Jesus wept. <laughs> uh, yeah, from uh, Hellraiser. It might be. Um, it might be one of those ones that stick in your mind and kind of a funny scene in a way. But like, <laughs> my only beef with that one is they didn't really show it all the way. You know, like you kind of see it. Yeah. Like they, I think, if I recall, they kind of start pulling them apart. You kind of see them explode, but then they cut away from it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. That does kind yeah, of soften just, the blow a little bit. Yeah, as as far as like the you know the first time I saw. Yeah, that fucked me up. That pre- that scene in Prey was pretty good, but I don't know for whatever reason that malignant jail massacre scene is sticking out, sticking out for me, man. Like that was fucking brutal and just insanity, just pure insanity. Along to to go along with the rest of the insanity for that entire movie. So I'm gonna say the malignant jail massacre, which means we've got no definitive. Yeah, here, I've so. got the wheel up. Um, Death. So we've got so the, so I guess we'll, we'll pare it down to the ones that we all said. We said the Jesus wept, Hellraiser scene, the burning boat kill scene, the malignant jail massacre scene, and then the Predator French camp massacre scene from Prey. Spin the wheel to seal the deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So. All right so go, go ahead and give her a spin and see. I guess yeah, we'll just go with the first one that it lands on, and that will be what takes the award. All right. There we go. All right. Prey. So yeah, there you go. That's the winner of the best kill scene. The Predator French Camp Massacre scene from Prey. And that was pretty pretty damn brutal. There's no question about that. So I don't think uh, if you've seen that movie, you would argue too much that yeah. <laughs> the brutality of it all. So, and speaking of brutality, the next category is the Kill Count Award. Now these are based on the highest kill count that Will gives out every episode. So we got a pretty clear-cut winner here, but uh, Donnie, if yeah. you want to go ahead and run down the nominees. All right, so uh, the nominees for the highest kill count award, um, or I'm sorry, the highest kill count um, nominees are Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth from 1992, Malignant from 2021, Deathgasm uh, from 2015, Halloween Kills from 2021, and Prey from 2022. And <laughs> yeah, pretty much running away with it was yeah. uh, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Uh, <laughs> from 1992 with 358 kills. Yeah. Yeah, the closest one was Malignant with 36 kills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's well over 320 or so, quick math. More yep. kills in Hellraiser 3 than there were in Malignant. Now, that was solely based on that club massacre scene that w- was just one of the nominees for the best kill scene. So yep. that's why that count was so high. And uh, ironically, though, with that one, remember, you saw some of it, Smoke, if you remember when we watched the movie. You saw some of that, but then they just kind of like, yeah, we're not going to show all these people die. Just know that, like, bad shit happens. So they close the door, and then there's blood that comes out from underneath the door. And then later on, <laughs> later on, you see, like, piles of bodies in this club, Stacks right? bodies. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. I that- guess they thought it'd be just a little bit too much to show about, you know, however many people were in there. Of those deaths, was it 300 in the club? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how I'm many sure, Yeah, club. probably over 300 of those 358 yep. were probably just yep. in that club scene. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be one hell of a brutal uh, scene if they just decided, okay, we're going to show 300 different, you know, 300 different splattery, you know. Yeah, and look, it was, and it was, you know, brutal in its own way, and they did show a lot of it, but they didn't show everybody, you know, so like they, oh, yeah. at some point they were just like, all right, that's enough. You get the point. And then <laughs> they just showed a door <laughs> with blood coming out from underneath. But yeah, so yeah, I think it's memorable enough, and it definitely deserves the, uh, the kill count award there for sure, you know, as, as far as that body count's concerned. And the other thing that we do on every episode is smoke. You do the gore score award. Now we've only got two nominees because you only rated two movies as a 10. The gore score is something that smoke does every episode based on, uh, the horror writer and reviewer Chaz Balin's, you know, bit that he used to do. The, he used to give out a gore score and that's basically how gore, how gory uh, a movie is. So the scale is zero to ten, zero being, you know, not gory at all, all the way up to ten being like, you know, hyper gory or whatever, right? Whatever the criteria is. So uh the two nominees there were smoke, and we'll let you kind of decide which one is gonna be the winner. This this isn't a group decision, this is all on you. Deathgasm <laughs> from twenty fifteen and the Evil Dead from nineteen eighty two. Oh man. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Now, almost for two completely different well, reasons, too, right? You know, like Deathgasm was more balls to the wall, just insanity, people dying left and right kind of thing because, of the, you know, the the, yeah. the heavy metal kind of aspect to it and everything. It was real fast-paced, so a lot of shit was going on. Evil Dead is more like, you know, it's only those, what is it, five people in the cabin yeah. kind of thing. Oh, but yeah. there is quite a bit 
going on with those five people in the oh, cabin. I guess the other thing that we could do is because the body count is quite, I, I don't know if you have the body counts, the kill counts of those readily available or not, but I'm sure that Deathgasm uh, had more kill count, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I've got Deathgasm oh, sure. had uh, 35, 35 kills. So I guess you, you know, uh, if. If you're giving, uh, I mean, if you've if you've given Evil Dead, you know, uh, a, a it, ten, you know, doing more with less. Yeah, it only pretty, had uh, it only had four kills in the. Evil yeah. Dead. yeah. So I think I think in this case, you, it's best to go with quantity quantity if you're trying to rule out something. Because I mean, yeah, you can have you can have a small kill count and still get a ten, depending yeah. on how nasty the gore and splatter is in there. But if you got another movie that has just as equal amount of nasty, you know, splatter scenes and all that stuff, but more people are getting killed. I think we'll just have to go with a death castle now. Yeah, I don't think there's much of an argument there. I mean, like, obviously that was uh, the third highest movie on the Kill Count Award list, and it, it's number 10. You know, it got a 10 rating from you and the Gore score when we did that episode, so there's no argument there that this one clearly deserves the Gore score award. Now we're getting into a more serious fare here. We're coming down the home stretch. But this one is another one. That's, there's no definitive winner because there was there was a lot of crap that we watched. And this isn't this is not even taking into account Crapster Piece Theater, folks. Yeah. This is just ones that we did on the regular podcast. We're not we're not lumping Crapster Piece Theater in because that's its own little world over there. So for this, where's the movie? So go ahead and run it down, Donnie. All right. So we've got Summer Camp from 1989. I'm sorry, 1979. Uh, Valentine from 2001. Leprechaun Five in the Hood from 2000. Hack a Lantern from 1988. And hot chili from 1985. Oof. And that one, even you know, in hot chili, the caveat there, right, is that's a cannon fodder movie, so it's rated yeah, by cannonballs. cannonballs. So it is a slightly different scale, but still, it got a horrible, horrible fucking Oof. rating. So the three movies that we're we are considering here on the table right now for open debate as the worst are Summer Camp, 1979, Valentine from 2001. And Leprechaun 5 in the Hood from 2000. Because all three of those, based on our ratings, got one star. One star yeah. even. None of those were worse or better, as far as our ratings are concerned. So, I think we need to go around the table here and decide between Summer Camp 79, Valentine, and, and Leprechaun in the Hood. Which one's the worst? So, uh, good lord. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, I'll let you start off. What do you think is the worst of those three? The worst of those three. Damn. That sucks, but yeah, it does. <laughs> it sucks being first, but uh, I'm gonna say, damn, all of them suck. For me, it's it's between Valentine and Summer Camp. I'm gonna say Summer Camp, 1979. God Almighty, <laughs> why? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let Will and Smoke uh, eventually decide this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you. Summer Camp 79. Like, I, I, I agree that that really the two worst are Summer Camp and Valentine. Like. I don't want to watch those ever again. <laughs> Leprechaun in the hood. I don't want to watch it, but I could see myself watching that again. You know, there were some funny, funny moments. I could see it. Those other two, hell no. Like, unless there's some reason here for the show, I, I would not watch summer camp or Valentine. So Donnie, I'm well, going to echo you. I'm going to go with summer camp. Cause that was Valentine sucked though. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'll go summer camp just because, but it was Oof. fucking God awful. But well, what do you say? I'm going Valentine. Mm. That, that movie. It's hard to argue it. <laughs> it. It felt like it kept trying to change its mind on who the killer was. <laughs> like like a lot of the stuff in, throughout the entire movie just didn't make sense. And, the, and watching these movies is like running through a muddy field because, you know, like they're probably all about an hour and a half, maybe even less, but they feel like they're three and a half hours long. All three of those. Smoke. Nope. So, you, what'd you say, Valentine? So, smoke is up to you. Is it summer camp or Valentine? That's kind of where we're at. Or is it Leprechaun in the Hood? Well, I, well, I'll, I'll tell you which one it definitely is not. It's definitely not Leprechaun in the Hood. Okay. Yeah, like you said, I can watch that one again. I can watch that one. I mean, I, I do. I watch it fairly, not often, often, but I've seen that one more than any of the other ones. Yeah. And I can watch it again. You know, it's funny. It has its moments. It, it's crap. Yeah. But uh, so that one's ruled out. I have to go with Valentine. I, I hate the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate oh. Valentine. I, I hated it the first time I saw it, and I don't. I hate it even worse the second time around. Yeah. Now, now I should add. Now, we haven't done the fourth anniversary show yet, so some of these, are, there's a good chance they're going to get re-rated, maybe even lower. So, 
whatever we decide here, we'll do a wheel spin. I think we should between or a flip flip of the coin, whatever between summer camp and Valentine because two votes each. Um, but don't be surprised if when we do our re ratings on Halloween that there might be a more definitive, clear winner here. So, <laughs> Donnie, if you want to go ahead and uh, decide it for us, I guess we'll, we'll go with that for now. All right, here we go. It's uh, it's either Valentine or Summer Camp. Yeah, so whichever one it lands on, that will that will that will take the worst movie award. All right. There's no winners. Um, Place, no winners here. Play some bets here. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's right. Valentine's good. I think it's gonna be Summer Camp. Summer Camp it is. Yep, there we go. Shit, I'm on the goddamn house. I'm all paycheck. <laughs> Why did I do this? Yeah, Summer Camp it is. I'm ruined. <laughs> so the worst movie is Summer Camp. Yeah, I don't think there's... 1979. I, I mean, like, splitting hairs, you know what I mean? It, yeah. Those movies really did suck. And by the way, you know, we did mention them off the top there. I'm not going to uh, throw any less shade on Hack-A-Lantern and Hot Chili. You know, those, especially Hot Chili. And, and like, honestly, there is the argument to be made that Hot Chili was the worst one. The only reason I think we couldn't quite consider that is because that was a cannonball rating scale. I think if yeah. we were rating that movie on the same scale as those, you know, Summer Camp, Valentine, Leprechaun, I think that might have taken it. You know, there, uh, there's that. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I mean. T- which, okay, so Summer Camp took the took the uh, the uh, crown here, right? Yeah. So you're telling me. You're telling me you'd rather watch Hot Chili again over over Summer Camp? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I might. Uh, I, I might go with Hot Chili again. God Almighty, what no, the hell? No, good lord. I, I, I'd probably I'd watch Hot Chili and Summer Camp twice. You know, back to back, double feature before I'd watch Valentine again. <laughs> ooh, yeah, that's I mean, me. Though. That's, that's me, though. That's my personal bias. Is because if, it, if it's a shitty man. old movie and a shitty new movie, I'm going to go with the shitty older movie. <laughs> I guess. I guess. That's- God damn, dude. Those movies suck. There was little <laughs> to no redeeming qualities. For- <laughs> they do. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, anyways, and, and I love the story of how we came to Summer Camp 79. Was like I just thought that, like, well, it's called Summer Camp, and the poster looks, <laughs> you know, it looked contemporary to uh, Meatball, so it can't be that bad. <laughs> and then we watched it. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. So there you go. Summer Camp 1979 takes it, but don't be surprised if that gets a, uh, that might get changed on the fourth anniversary show. Just saying. We'll see. Mm. Uh, the next two, Donnie, I'll go ahead and let you uh, talk about those for a second because these are more definitive, clear-cut things that you do the homework for. Yeah, so uh, basically what, what we did, we did this last year uh, with the uh, spook show Scream King and uh, uh, Scream Queen uh, awards. Um, so, and last year's winner was, uh, for the Scream King, was Dick Miller. And the Scream Queen was... Uh, it was D. Wallace last year. Yeah, D. Wallace last yeah, year. Yeah. So basically what, what we do here is uh, it's it's the highest rated episode appearances uh, from you know the qualifying episodes, um, episodes number seventy-four through one twenty-seven. So the winner of the Spook Show Scream King Award goes to Doug Bradley uh, for Hellraiser, Hellraiser Two, and Hellraiser Three. Very, very deserved, and also kind yeah. of one of the criteria, right? Is most appearances, right? Yeah, Basically, appearances yeah, highest. Yeah. Not not only most appearances, but also highest rated based on you know. Whoever we have, yeah, you know. so that kind of breaks the ties. Yeah. Other criteria, yeah, basically highest. Rate. Yeah, well, yeah. well deserved. I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna argue nope. with Doug Bradley getting the Scream King Award from us. Yeah. So, uh, and also uh, for the Scream Queen Award, Ashley Lawrence, also for Hellraiser, Hellraiser Two, and Hellraiser Three, definitely well deserved there. Yeah, no doubt. For the same reasons, although in Hellraiser Three, she's barely in it. It's like a it's debatable whether it's a pre-recorded segment kind of. I mean, she's there. She's credited. She's yeah. there, but it's like she's not really a part of it either. But still, yeah. It, once again, hard to argue, and there probably weren't too many that would have fit the criteria anyway. So there you go. All right, we've we've come down to the main event. We've uh, basically everything else leading up to this point has been a complete fucking waste of time. Let's be honest. This <laughs> is the category that we all came here for. That you're all listening for. You're waited with bated breath for. We've took a whole year to come here. This is for the best movie. So go ahead and run through the big nominees there, Donnie. Yeah, the big nominees for the best movie we've watched on the Spook Show uh, this year. The nominees are The Evil Dead from 1982, The Big Lebowski from 1998, 
Night of the Living Dead from 1968, The Fly from 1986, Mento from 2000, and Over the Top from 1987. Now, we throw that one one in simply because it got five cannonballs, the highest rated cannon, you know, cannon fodder movie. So that, that has to be on the table for consideration. But hard facts don't lie. And we've come to a conclusion on this one, although it was pretty fucking close. So, yeah, it was. Go ahead and announce it. It was. So, uh, the winner of the best movie uh, that we've watched this year goes to The Evil Dead from 1982 with 4.63 stars. Uh, Just barely beat out The Big Lebowski with 4.56. You can't get much closer than that. Really fucking. Four and a half stars versus 4.6 stars. I mean, like. Yeah. So even though wins to, out. Even though, to be fair, Colt Corner is looked at a little differently. That being said, mm-hmm. I don't think we're judging the Evil Dead and the Big Lebowski too far apart. You know, like you said, horror wins out. And Night of the Living Dead was fairly close, too, with 4.3 stars. So, yeah. you know, all these movies were well-deserved nominees, even uh, The Fly, Memento, and Over the Top, just because they got so high of a rating. All of them were over four stars, and then that Over the Top, like I said, was five cannonballs, so... Mm. All worthy of consideration for it, but uh, Smoke, it's hard to argue the Evil Dead, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You almost have to... I mean, plus, I mean, we are... The, it's the All-American Spook Show. That's what we started out. That was our bread and butter originally, I guess. So, uh, not saying that we had to go with horror, but... Yeah, it's just kind but, of... Hey, all the... It's fitting. Yeah. It's 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 very yeah. appropriate, and it's fitting. So, <laughs> And once again, any anybody that listens to this show, you're, you, you enjoy this kind of stuff, too, just like we do, and I don't think anyone's going to have a big beef with uh, the evil dead edging out the big Lebowski. So there we go. That's that wraps up the second annual spook show awards. Really. I mean, there's not much more to say, right? Yeah, this was, uh, this was awesome. You know, a lot, just a lot of good another, debate. Yeah. Another year of uh, horror and um, cult and canon and crap. Yeah. <laughs> we added, uh, this gotta be the biggest year of growth for, for the podcast. For oh, sure. No question. As far as what we've added to it yeah. and everything yeah. and what we've done, you know, yeah, and, and we'll get and we'll get more into that r- really being retrospective of everything we, we, that we've been able to do over the past year when we do the fourth anniversary show on Halloween. But yeah, there's no question this is the without without a doubt been the biggest year of the Spook Show in the almost four years that we've done this. And uh, like we always say at the end of the anniversary episode, on to bigger and better things, even past what we've been able to do. So here's to the continued growth, and of course. You know, it's always a good time to do the Spook Show Awards. All these movies, all these uh, people, all these things have been, uh, you know, debated. And they're all deserving of what we've handed out here. Whether it was uh, the Flaming Turds of the Crapster Peace Theater all the way up to the best of the Evil Dead. So, uh, really not much left to say as far as that's concerned. But, one more announcement before we head out. Next week, you know, since we are in the big month of October here, we like to call this kind of our Super Bowl season, if you will. Spooky month. However you want to phrase it. Next week, we have a big special episode going down. We're going to have some of the guys from Cinema 9 Podcast on next week. We've had Travis Roy on before. Uh, Donnie, I don't know if you remember exactly. That was earlier. Well, no, that was last year, wasn't it? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it was last year. Yeah, I yeah, think that, it was August last year. Yeah, yeah, actually. yeah. Matter of fact, that was when we wrapped up Summer of the Wolf when Travis Roy came yeah. on. He, he's kind of the head guy, or you know, however you want to look at it, over... Uh, on the cinema nine podcast, but at least him and one of the other guys, right? Maybe all three. I'm not sure exactly. Who yeah. Show up. Yeah. We're, we're going to be, uh, yeah, we're going to have Eric and Travis, uh, on from cinema nine, you know, two, two out of three isn't bad. So, uh, you know, we got, we got two of the three guys. So, Oh, and, it, and if you were wondering, and I'm sure you are, what the hell are we going to do with these guys? What are we watching? Well, we're going to be watching tales from the crypt demon Knight. From 1995. So this ought to be be pretty good. Hopefully, you know, I know sometimes our schedules don't all, you know, mix, but hopefully all four of us will be there with the Cinema 9 crew, you know, whatever, you know, combination of guys we get from over there. And we're going to have a big mega episode crossover with those guys. And we're going to sit down and we're going to watch, you know, not all in the room at the same time, not a, you know, viewing kind of thing, but we're going to talk about and watch Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight from 1995. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, another cool special thing that we have here for the month of October. And uh, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves with more big announcements. So I'm just going to leave it there for now. But trust me, we've got at least one other one up our sleeves before we get to the fourth mm-hmm. anniversary uh, episode at the end of the month. So 
I guess Certainly. that's it, guys. So uh, another another uh, successful Spook Show Awards in the books. We want to thank all the nominees for showing up, but only the winners can walk away with the statues. So. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, do want to uh, you know say uh, thank you to our patrons uh, yeah. and those that you know v- vote on the on the polls, our social polls, uh, even for the craftsmanship ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like we uh, always say. For... Look, honestly, you owe us for that crap because <laughs> look, you need to go become a patron of the show because we have to. Not only we put this stuff up. You guys vote for it, and then we have to sit there and watch it and talk about it. So, please, please, just <laughs> give, give, give us a whole five bucks a month. Yeah, just give us a little bit, you know, and then you can come listen to all the archives of cool stuff that we have over there, and then you can justify the existence of us having to watch those Craftsterpiece movies. So, yeah. No, seriously, thank you, guys. Yeah, you, yeah no you know, doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah. Every that's Everyone that's ever given us anything over, you know, the time and you give your hard-earned money and, and, and time to listen to the podcast, whatever. You yeah, know, we appreciate bit, we, y'all. We definitely appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll go we'll go over that some more on the fourth anniversary show. So, for Donnie, Will, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Podcast. We'll talk to you next week for Tales from the Crypt, Demon Night. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.